Joining me now for a look at the day's markets action is Fahima Adia from Momentum Securities. Fahima, thanks so much for joining us today. Now let's start off with sentiment this week. It's been quite mixed, more to the negative side, as we had those high U.S. Treasury yields weighing on markets. Just talk us through some of the factors that influence markets this week, Fahima. Thanks for having me. Yes, yeah, so uh, it's been a bit of a negative week, quite a bit of volatility. We've had some data releases coming out of the U.S. So the most recent one that we saw was that uh, jobless claims data that seemed to beat consensus estimates, which shows that the labor market is more resilient than what was expected. Uh, and, you know, that's just been supporting that uh, general trend of what we've been seeing in sentiment that the Fed is expected to keep interest rates higher for longer to curb inflation. And I think that's largely what's been driving the markets this week. Then, of course, we've got, uh, you know, U.S. non-farm uh, payrolls data, uh, which will also have an impact on that. You know, the labor market is proving to be tight, but as well as the consumer. So are you are we starting to actually see the impact of these Fed rate hikes or is the U.S. economy just really strong? Yes, I think it has been a lot more resilient than expected. But uh, I think eventually we will start to see the, the impacts of that. Uh, we are starting to see the consumers' uh, savings uh, get drawn down. I think a, a lot of consumers there in the U.S. have been living off their savings during this, these troubled times. But um, once that gets drawn down and we see corporates you know, struggle with higher interest rate costs, uh, they, they will probably reach a point where they have to lay off more staff. And I think eventually it will have an impact on the inflation rate in terms of bringing that down. But of course, we do have some headwinds to that um, mm. now, given the recent increases in that oil price. Yes, let's actually move over to the oil market. Um, the OPEC mm. wrapped up its meeting this week, keeping its outlook unchanged. But this kind of was outweighed by demand concerns um, this week, sending the oil price a tad bit lower. What have you made of mm. everything that's actually been playing out in the oil markets? Yeah, so there's been a couple of developments this uh, week uh, in Sri So we'd have an, uh, Russia announced that it's actually lifted its ban on diesel exports. Uh, the petrol ban, however, does still stay in place. And like you said, we've seen that oil price now come off those recent highs in the last uh, week or two. Um, and I think what's driving that is this higher for longer interest rate narrative. Mm. It seems to have mm. created concerns in the market of, um, you know, that the, the, the global economy will be slower to recover than initially anticipated, which results in, in less demand for oil. Uh, and OPEC basically confirmed this week that supply cuts will be kept uh, up until the end of the year, just to keep that uh, pricing for oil tight. How concerned are you, Fahima, about these elevated oil prices and the impact it could have on the Saab's next monetary policy decision? Mm. Yeah, I think it could have an impact given that, you know, obviously higher oil prices feeds into everything else and will drive uh, inflation higher. So it is good to see that the, the oil price has come off those high levels. Mm. Um, I think it definitely will be a factor that the Saab will have to, to consider in terms of uh, deciding whether to, to keep interest rates higher for longer. Now, the local unit has been battered yet again, edging closer to that 20 rand mark to the dollar. It has somewhat recovered, but it's still trading above that 19 rand mark, which has become normal mm -hmm. all of a sudden. Um, 
But this time around, the factors weighing on the local unit don't seem to be domestic issues, but more global ones weighing on the rand, right? Mm. Yeah, I do agree. I think, you know, there's just a lot of global uncertainties at the moment, a lot of volatility. And, you know, the, the RAND can be seen as, as riskier in comparison to other asset classes. And obviously, uh, when there are risks in the market, uh, people tend to flee from emerging markets and emerging market currencies. But of course, I think, you know, this, uh, this higher for longer interest rate narrative um, is resulting in a strengthening dollar, which in turn then results in the RAND weakening. So that's also having an impact on our currency. I just want to get your um, your sentiment about overall um, market performance and maybe the RAND's performance um, for the fourth quarter. I was chatting to an analyst earlier in the week and she mentioned how usually in the third quarter markets generally perform quite sourly, but we start, see some, start seeing some opt optimism filter through into the fourth quarter. But I don't know, I feel like the fourth quarter has really started off on a very sour note, very shaky. No fest festive cheer yeah. whatsoever. No, I, I agree with you. Uh, generally, she's correct. The third quarter does see some weakness in the markets, and I, I suppose the RAND follows suit. Um, we're hoping to see some recovery in the fourth quarter. I think with like the festive season coming around, that generally has a positive effect on the markets. So we are hopeful, but of course, it's always very difficult to predict the RAND and where <laughs> it's going to go. I think it's going to lie on a number of factors. You know, um, we will have to look at the data basically mm. that's getting released, um, uh, probably from the US. That's going to be the most important uh, driver of uh, interest rate trajectory going forward. And I think a lot of that will will depend on that, and also probably on where the oil price is headed. Listen, we cross fingers and hope and pray something happens, something changes so markets can go back into the green. In company news, we had Life Healthcare Inc. a deal to sell its UK business alliance medical group. This is good news, right? Um, I mean, the healthcare group did take a hit on the back of those impairment costs from alliance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think it's good news. Um from what I read in the announcement, uh, it seems that they're able to sell that business at a premium to what they had bought it at. And uh, it's just a way of basically uh, returning value to shareholders. They will be returning that cash back to shareholders in the form of a, a special dividend. Um, and they said that they basically, you know, this, this business has been doing well, it's been growing well, and um, they, they weren't really looking to dispose of it, but they had some unsolicited offers and it made sense. And um, it doesn't see the markets fully recognizing the value of this UK business mm -hmm. in the life healthcare share price. So they, it seems they just thought this would be an, an easier and faster way to unlock value for shareholders than if they had to, you know, see through the, the, the execution of the strategy on the business. So it seems like it was a, a decent decision by the company to do that. Mm. Fahima, before I let you go, where are you seeing value at the moment? What's your stock pick? Mm. So my stock pick is First Rand. Uh, so we've seen that recent pullback in the share price after it released its results. Um, so we think now is a, is a good opportunity to maybe look at entry into the stock. Uh, it, it offers quite a bit of value at current levels. We're looking for upside of at least 15%. And of course, you know, First Rand is a leader in the banking space. It's offered good growth to uh, investors over the past few years. We're also happy with the new leadership change there with uh, Mary Villacazi appointed as uh, CEO of the business. She's been well-groomed for the role over the past few years, and we're hoping she's going to take that business from strength to strength. So uh, it's definitely one 
that we have a long-term view on, and we think it should start to show more recovery uh, in line with the South African economy We're in the next few months. We're actually chatting to Mary Vialagazi right after this, just to get a sense of what her plans are when she takes over the reins next year. Fahima, thanks so much for those insights and thanks for joining us today. That was Fahima Adia from Momentum Securities.